Listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me, as always, is the irresistible Caleb Coy. Caleb, how are you? Uh, something about ohms. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm lacking ohms because I'm irresistible. <laughs> I, I don't know enough about electrical engineering to know if that's accurate, but <laughs> I'm just going to pretend it is. <laughs> I think Penelope's going to join us this evening. Oh, hi, Penelope. <laughs> she did look when you said that, even though there's no possible way she could have heard you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dogs can hear, like, real well. Maybe she could actually hear, like, the bleed from your headphones. Maybe. That would be crazy. But hey. Hey. We, uh, we're back. We're talking we're music. Back. We, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. It's, it, it kind of felt like we did for a little while, because uh, while you out there in listener land uh, just heard an episode last week, and we'll hear another episode next week, we can we can guarantee it, uh, spared no expense. Um, the, uh, for us, it's been uh, about two weeks, uh, we, and then we just, we just got together and did a, a couple episodes in a row this week. So it was like nothing, 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 boom, crazy. Yeah, because well, we you and I were both traveling a bit this month. Yeah, and uh, had to we had to record most of this month in the first half of the month, <laughs> and then like scramble to catch up the back half. Yeah, the and then all of a sudden end. it was like, oh shit, wait, we <laughs> we need an episode. <laughs> oh no! So uh, for this one, what you just heard coming into this was the song "Expectancy Would Be Shorter" by the band. Park Ranger. I almost said Joshua, and there's a reason I almost said Joshua, uh, because the band Park Ranger uh, is made up primarily of ex-members of a band uh, formerly from uh, the uh, New York City area called Joshua. Uh, Also, apparently members of the Ataris, I found out when I was uh, looking around the uh, the internet trying to find more information about this band. I want to take it a step further. Oh, please. Actually. Uh... So the the reason that ties in well for me is because my first impression of this record was, is this your brother? <laughs> That's true. You messaged me. Who that. is named Joshua? Obviously, yeah. as uh, as we all know. Which even um, I get confused when I talk about the band Joshua. Sometimes I'm like, wait, am I talking about my brother? No, yeah. I'm talking about this band. <laughs> um, I dug kind of deep for this one. This was uh, uh, a record that I I really loved, but like. I forget about, and actually, what happened was uh, we're going to have to address the, uh, the the name elephant in the room uh, sooner or later. You had submitted for this episode "Safe Sins," uh, which we'll talk about later on by Gladdy. Uh, and as I was li- reading that title, I was like, "Safe without sound." That's a record, right? I know that that's a record. I know that's one that I really like. So I like kind of had to reverse engineer it, like start with the record title, figure out who it was. Like, oh shit, 
that's a record that I really love. And then like, boom, there we go. That's, that was the, the pick. So the, uh, the similar names was both intentional and not. The, uh, so the band Joshua was one that a, a friend of mine introduced me to uh, years ago. She was from Long Island, and again, they were from the general New York City area. I don't know if they were from Long Island or from, like, quote-unquote upstate or, like, somewhere in the city or all of the above. Um, or North, North Jersey, even. Yeah, but the, uh, they broke up a long time ago. I was, I was a big fan of uh, their record, Singing to Your Subconscious, and... Uh, I no longer have a copy of that, and it's really hard to find any of it anywhere. Uh, but years later, when uh, LSF was doing what was originally going to be our last show, and obviously we, we know now that that wasn't true, um, this band, Park Ranger, was touring with our friend Satoshi from Japan uh, and his band, Parms. Uh, and Satoshi runs a, a record label called Waver Waver, uh, and he released the... Uh, the record safe without sound which was park rangers debut and had you know he brought them out on tour and you know satoshi's big on american music and has really good taste like he when they come out to the states to record they record with one of the guys from elliot and so i was like I'll, I'll definitely check this band out and then i realized who they were like holy shit you guys are from joshua i fucking love that band <laughs> and so uh like watching them play that night i was just like this is amazing because I never got a chance to see Joshua play. And then, of course, I bought the record right away, which you still can do on Bandcamp. They have a Bandcamp page. Um, so go check it out. Um, and, yeah, just absolutely fell in love. And there's a lot of places on this record that, like, really remind me of Joshua. And, like, one of the reasons I wanted to start with Expectancy Would Be Shorter is because it has that, like... Uh, uh, Joshua sort of vibe to it, so like you listen to that, and you can kind of get a sense of like what uh, what first inspired me about this record. Uh, the singer is different, uh, but otherwise, I think it's basically all the same original musicians, uh, and so it's got that that same feel, just different vocals. Uh, so first of all, I love that uh, once again we have a theme this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, for some reason. Uh, was expecting this to be safe and sound by Capital Cities. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was very confused as to why you would have picked that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because in my mind, you know, safe without sound, safe and sound, it was kind of the same thing. And I was like, okay, that's a weird one, but all right. So the thing that I love, I think, the most that really stands out to me uh, on this record is that all of these songs have so much movement to them. Yeah, they really um, do. And they're like almost all like really chill, mellow songs. Like this is really like, I, I still, I think of this record as being a very like perfect, like early fall uh, sort of record. And uh, I think, you know, even like lyrically, there's a great example. It's uh, Under New York Trees, which I think is the second track on the record. Um, uh, he like kind of presents the imagery of Fall in New York, which uh, I, I think is kind of a, a very famous uh, imagery for and like the autumn season. Like people talk about autumn in New York. There's a movie called Autumn in New York. It's you know, it's a very well-known thing. And, like, you walk around the city, the trees have changed color, the weather's kind of crisp. And, like, this record, to me, like, really kind of... I keep wanting to say personifies, but that's really not right because it's not a personification, it's sound. Uh, words are hard, and I'm very tired today. <laughs> words are hard. That is true. 
the same lines of like just a, a really um, mellow song, but with a lot of movement and uh, almost kind of techie in the guitar work, but like super, super chill. Uh, the title track, Safe Without Sound. Uh, it's a fantastic opening song. It's got a lot of the the, the Joshua vibes that I was talking about, um, but it like really establishes this band's identity as like separate and unique and different from where they came from. Uh, and there's some really fantastic metaphor in the lyrics, like the uh, opening line for the second verse where he says, "Don't, I'm don't made say it! Don't say it! Don't say I, it! I wanted to say it! Oh my God! Please do!" Yeah, this was my favorite lyric on the entire record. Yes. Uh, and it goes, I'm made of mostly water, but it's not an invitation to cross me. And that is amazing. Yep. Stay, stay dry on high ground. Stay safe without sound. <laughs> I, just, I absolutely love that. And it, it's accompanied by like... It's like the whole intro is just like super chill and like acoustic. And like as he's like making that... Uh, line there's a little like drum roll and then suddenly it's like it picks up the intensity just a little bit the rest of the instruments come in the drums are like riding heavily on the the toms so you have this just kind of sort of beat to it um that just like carries it through and i love i love it and yeah just it's such a fucking brilliant line and it gets me every really time is. <laughs> yeah i i it on first listen, I, I heard it, and it just barely registered with me. I was like, wait a minute, what was that? And I had to actually go back, and I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm made up mostly of water, but it's not an invitation to cross me. Stay dry on high ground. Keep safe without sound. I've had my year to the ground with my enemies close and Without sound, my good night is your good morning. Consider this an unfair warning. A mistake I'm happy to make. Always admitting my faults proved to be an amateur. Nearly everything I do. Good night is your good morning. Skipping ahead a little bit, uh, there's a track called Flawless is Perfect that I really love. Um, and it's something that I, I feel like there's no possible way that I could have missed this in the past, but maybe it's been long enough or maybe I just didn't have the right headphones to really appreciate it or what. Uh, but... The, on the second verse, they do this thing where suddenly all the guitars drop out and it's just the vocals and the drums, but they're panned separately uh, for like a couple of beats. And then like the guitars come back in and then the guitars drop out and it's just the uh, um, bass, drums, and vocals, but now they're like panned stereo again. Or they're like panned like, to both sides. And it's like, how did I miss this 
like years ago when I was listening to this record and like why did it like it hit me so hard and I appreciated it so much more now it's like totally out of the blue yeah that was uh it's interesting because I think we've we've took the exact same notes on these songs because I that was (laughs) that was the thing I noted in this song as well um yeah, like the 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 drums and bass there, like panned hard left with the vocals panned hard right, and then it all comes back in center, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because we that's not the first time that's happened on this podcast. Even yeah, um, we we had that happen in there was a White Reaper track where that happened, and yep. uh, that's a very interesting choice. And it's um, you know the 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 producer, the songwriter, the engineer, whatever you have, whatever you want to call it in me is, um, you know, thinks like, well, that's a weird choice. Why would you just intentionally do that? That's so weird. Mm-hmm. And yet here we are talking about it. So obviously it's an effective tool because it grabs your attention. Um, and I think that's really cool. So, um, I, I also really enjoyed the, uh, guitars in the chorus. Mm-hmm. There on the on the right side, there was a very twinkly, pretty kind of guitar thing going yep. on. And, I mean, you know, that's my jam. Yep, I can hear it as soon as you say that. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. There's so much of that. There's so many layers in all of these songs, and it'll be these like really just like picky, like pretty, like uh, flowy guitar parts just layered on top of each other. Um, lush, I think is the word that I would use for like the yes. quality of the sound. Um, I'm going to make fun of myself for a moment cause I, I took note, uh, to talk about how much I like the, the bass tone, uh, except I wrote bass town. And so now I'm, I'm going to roll with it. It's, it's bass town. Uh, <laughs> bass town is gritty and delicious. Also note, like you know, we were talking about where the guitars would drop out, and they did this like you know, fun panning and stuff like that. Um, they do something kind of similar at the very end, where just like everything drops out, and there's just like one acoustic playing through the main riff, uh, and then it just kind of fades out with the the vocals uh, a little bit higher than everything else during the fade out. And I, just, I love that. It's just like it's such a cool way to end this song, and like it's. It's a little bit of a, I hesitate to say bouncy, but a little bit bouncier song than some of the other ones on the record. So it's like this like super subtle fade out at the end. So there's an interesting thing that connects Flawless is Perfect to the next track, When to Follow. Uh, and it's not, like, not immediately obvious. There's one lyric line uh, that he says in both tracks that like, 
Again, it doesn't feel at all related other than the fact that it's this line repeated where he says one thing leads to another. Now, it's like totally different context in Flawless is perfect, but in follow, uh, When to Follow, uh, it's followed up with forfeit being a responsible adult. And I'm like, yes, I would like to do that, please. <laughs> yeah, where do, I, uh, where do I make that happen? I just like is there one... like a for my sign or what like what else <laughs> what what's how exactly like can I can I like do I go somewhere and like turn in my responsibility like no thank you I'm I I I don't want this anymore <laughs> You know I imagine there's a lot of paperwork <laughs> probably but uh, it might be worth it I don't know it's a lot of paperwork. So going back to what I was saying about when to follow, I basically just wrote chill vibes. <laughs> so like, it just brings everything way down for this one song. Uh, and then, of course, it picks back up with the, the following tracks. But they do that really well throughout this record where they, like, it never gets super intense. It's never a big, heavy, epic record, but like, they know how to to just kind of ebb and flow the intensity between tracks just enough to keep it interesting. Do you want to hear something wild? I do want to hear something wild. The notes I took for that track, chill vibes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I see that one thing leads to another. kind of jump ahead quite a bit uh like to the third to last track on the record it's called all wrong all right with a question mark um and some i think it was on the the band camp i saw like a little quote about like how great this song is as like a closer and how like chill it is although it's not a closer so maybe that maybe that was an inaccurate quote um but this is one of those songs that i would say is like the perfect uh, like when like the weather is beautiful and you can either like go for a long walk or like if you're if you have a car if you drive you have one of those ones where you can drive with the windows down and like no cares in the world and uh, it's just this like really pretty like perfect song for that type of experience uh, and there's this really great refrain uh, that it hits uh, towards the end. Um, 
with this this repetitive line. You've got class, you've got standards, you have issues, you've got it all. And <laughs> I love that. Uh, and it just repeats that for a little while. Uh, goes back into the, uh, this big kind of like guitar-only breakdown and a bridge with like, you know, really long drum fill. Uh, and then back into the uh, you've got class uh, refrain. And it's, I think that it's it's fun. It's a little like kind of sing along jam. I am interested if you took the same note about the ending of the song as I did. Uh, I actually did not take any notes on this song. Okay, uh, because this song has a little bit of a stairway to nowhere. Mm, yeah, and, you're right. Uh, it does, yep. which is definitely something you're into. Yeah, because it uh, you know after this like big huge like driving part after the bridge um you know though we may be new to this we're definitely new to this part uh it drops way back down to like almost nothing and like i said it brings back that refrain that you've got class you've got standards you have issues you've got it all and it just repeats that and repeats that uh and then it does this little like um kind of quiet instrumental stairway to nowhere build and build 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 stop and I am definitely a fan of that. want to close on the track revolutionary thinking which is another one kind of in the middle of the record uh and this like they they do bring you know i talked about how they kind of ebb and flow the intensity and like right in the middle of the record they do like really bring it down uh but this one like maintains a really good energy while being one of the chiller tracks on the record so uh, i think it's a great way to uh send us out of the segment uh and like right off into like like make sure you plan on listening to this record as soon as the weather gets nice yeah i definitely want to give this one another uh another listen you know as as we've as we've both come to learn 
you know, mood and mindset are very important to uh, the absorption of a record, and you have to be in the right, you know, the right mood, the right mindset, the right place. So and, much. Uh, this one, uh, I was not. This one yeah. did not really connect with me this time, and uh, you know, to be per- to be perfectly blunt, there's just a lot of stuff going on in my life this week. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't have enough time to really absorb it as much as I would have liked to. So. But yeah. I did enjoy it, so I definitely, like, when spring hits, I definitely want to hit this record again uh, uh, on, like, a nice day when I can walk around the city and really, uh, really absorb it. I think that that will make, a, make all the difference, and I feel like uh, there was a, a really kind of good continuity between these two records beyond the uh, similar names. I feel like they have, in a lot of ways, like, really similar uh, chill vibes and uh, like a similar appeal for like listening to it just the right time, like weather-wise with like sunshine or maybe just like a little bit of crisp in the air, like whatnot. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, that's a good point. This is a really chill episode, which is fitting since we're both a little tired. Yeah, it's perfect. It's our it's our chillisode. Yeah, chillisode. Uh, <laughs> we're just chilling in Basetown, dude. <laughs> it's uh tasty and delicious what was the what was the descriptor gr- gritty and delicious gritty and delicious <laughs> it's just a hot time in base town but we're chilling all right so this is revolutionary thinking by park ranger from the record safe without sound Welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight, And I'm Caleb Coy. And together, we plumb the murkiest depths 
and scoured the darkest corners of the internet in search of movies. Movies you might have missed. Or purposefully skipped over. We break down the madness and offer tiny tidbits of trivia. Or sometimes just yell into the abyss about how these movies ever got made. Catch a new episode every week. Welcome back to Left of the Dial. I'm still your host, Kitsy, and as far as I know, Caleb Coy is still here. Yes. And I may be irresistible, but I am tr- transistible? Is that, I don't, again, I don't know electricity. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> You've just heard uh, When You Leave the Sun by Gladdy off of the new record Safe Sins, which is out today. That's exciting. That's very exciting. I've been looking forward to this record for uh, quite some time. Um, Although I've actually already had it for a few weeks because uh, I don't know if this was supposed to happen, but when I pre-ordered the vinyl, I got a download code for the whole record. Neat. Like three weeks ago. Um, I don't know if that was intentional or if that was like an error, but uh, I was stoked and uh have been listening to it uh ever since so and i got a sneaky preview from it too yeah so uh yeah so fun stuff so safe sins is out today uh it's a great record you should you should get it you should listen to it mm-hmm. uh gladi of course uh if you don't know is um the new project by uh augusta from uh Kaitana and matt from three man cannon it's it's interesting that it's called When You Leave the Sun, because I feel like it's the perfect summer jam. It's the perfect song for when summer or where when the sun ain't going nowhere. The overall vibe I get from this record is like, this is a really good spring record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably not a coincidence that it's coming out right at the end of February. Yeah, I mean, I I took note that it was like it's dropping at the perfect time. Like the weather's getting nicer. It's about to like the days are going to get longer, and this is uh, the the perfect like chill music. Um, this you know, I, I can think of like some specific records that uh, like bring back that same uh, like memory for me of like driving around on like a, a nice sum, like perfect summer day, or just like sitting around the house with the windows open and like the music blasting and like. This like gives me that same kind of feel. I love that like this whole record sits kind of somewhere between like surf rock, shoegaze, and garage. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't really know Kaitana that much. You've you've introduced me to them, but like I didn't know a lot of their stuff. But like this just comes out of nowhere for me, and it's solid as hell. Yeah. No, I was a huge Kaitana fan. Um, 
and and Augusta is one of the nicest people I've ever met. So I was listening based off the uh, the link that you sent me. So I was like individual tracks rather than like being able to sit and like listen to the record. Um, but it felt to me, and you can maybe confirm, it felt like there's some really great continuity from track to track. Like they flow really well together. Yeah, the sequencing on this record is is really good. Um, it does it does flow very well. You know, you, you mentioned this kind of being like surfy, and I don't know. You said something else. Would you say surfy and surf, shoegaze, and garage, like all kind of melded together? Yeah, to me, this kind of feels like uh, I don't know if I would necessarily call it a new wave record, but very new wave inspired. I can see that. Like, especially you know, when you leave the sun, definitely has a new order vibe to it to me. Mm-hmm. And then I just I love how that song. The end just kind of falls apart a little bit. Yeah, I, I wrote that like it's short, but it, like it doesn't feel like it's cut short. It doesn't feel like it's shorter than it should be. I just like it just kind of like ends, and I like that. Yeah, really cool choice. So uh, jumping towards the end of the record, uh, track eight, overlooking the lake. Waiting on kids with money as I circumnavigate. The ways in which you love me, but that's not what looks like. in there that uh that really resonated with me which is hindsight only hits you when you've already made it out mm. i need to sit with that one for a bit right <laughs> which immediately like brings me to uh like i feel like you could have put that right into uh that that line um lyrically anyway right into uh alanis morissette's ironic <laughs> Definitely not musically, obviously, but uh, that was, yeah, that, that, that lyric just hit me real hard. Ha Words. 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 Safe Sins by Gladdy. This record just came out today, and it's extremely good. And I don't know why I'm struggling to come up with things to say about it, because I really like it. So a big part of this record for me came down to like not the individual tracks which are all very good um but i found myself like sitting here uh just like listening to it like 
one after another after another and just thinking about the record as a whole uh and i think i can't say enough about how it gives me that like chill like spring summer weather vibe and how like how important a record like that can be you know it's like you know what this record sounds like to me i'm looking forward to like a sunday in april yeah uh where the weather's nice well the temperature's nice and i can have my windows open but it's raining Mm. it's not pouring but it's more than drizzling you know so it's got you got a good rain sound yeah and I want to put this record on, on vinyl, and I want to sit down with the windows open, listening to the sound of the rain in this record, and just close my eyes. That's what this record feels like to me. I think of, I don't drive anymore, but like the days when I was, you know, early 20s, and I drove everywhere, and like I'd be out like into the evening on a uh, a summer day and like it was just starting to get dark like still light enough and it was warm and the windows down and I would put on something super chill like say uh the photo album by Death Cab like a mm-hmm. record like that and like I think of like how like perfect those moments were like just me and the music and the wind blowing and like just starting to get dark and like those were like perfect, and that's how I anticipate uh, enjoying this record. So I didn't write a lot of notes about it, um, so I don't I don't really have any uh, talking points on it. But uh, even at your easel was mm. one I really enjoy. I just like the overall vibe and the overall uh, sound of it, and so, so I'm just just kind of saying that so I have an excuse to put it in the podcast because I like that song.
I did actually take a couple notes on this. And, oh, cool. Uh, uh, one thing like I noted is that it stuck out right away. Like it just like popped out as a, a standout track. And I love this like you know the piano and acoustic over just a really simple drum intro. Um, and then there's a lot of um, like across the whole record. There's a lot of really good synth work, but like on this song in particular, it stands out. And I used the uh, analogy that it's like if Stranger, Stranger Things wasn't spooky. Okay. That's what the synth work on this track made me think of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This yeah. has that, that, that 80s nostalgia feel to it, but like it's, it's not meant to, I don't think it's meant to come across with any kind of spooky vibe, but it still has some like similar tones to the synth that they used. You know, that kind of 80s vibe goes through the whole record. Like it really does have that like 80s new wave Mm-hmm. You know, kind of circling back to what I said earlier, like that it has that that vibe to it, but it still has you know it does it without sounding dated or um, you know overdone. Like it's it's got like a fresh uh, a fresh modern vibe to it too, which I think is a really cool balance to strike. It's not an affectation either. It's not like oh, like we're like we got we we're super eighties. Like we just really yeah. love the eighties. It's uh, done well in a ways to like to be like musically mature and stand on its own while like bringing back like a feeling of like the music of the eighties. Yeah. Like the, the, the sense I get of it is that, you know, the, they're not trying to, not trying to sound eighties. There's just a lot of eighties influence in the, uh, in the songwriting. Yes. And I think that's really cool that it, it just kind of comes through in a subtle way like that without being forced. I agree. Because sometimes too much synth or like too much of an attempt to sound like a new wave band or sound like that era. And it just comes across as like, okay, we get it. We know what you like to listen to. Um, another track to me that stands out um, especially lyrically, is uh, the, the, the opening track, Pray. I fold my hands I fake my penance
just a pretty song. It is, and it, it kind of opens with just like a vibey synth, and it's just, uh, it's so good. But the uh, the line, I don't know what calm is, but I know what it isn't. Um, I called out, uh, the world don't owe us shit. We've been lousy tenants. Also fair. <laughs> I like that right there jumped out at me. It's like the, like just one of the, the first examples of like how good the lyric writing is on here. Yeah. Uh, Augusta's a great lyricist. I've always been, uh, a big fan of her lyrics. Um, even back to like the early Katana days, um, just really just great lyrics. So the, the last song I want to talk about here before we wrap up this week is, uh, is track four 2020, which is actually a re-recording of, uh, a song off of their debut EP that came out, uh, I want to say in 2018. Yes. 2018. Mm. Everyone is talking, but you, there was a, a four track EP that was uh, Gladys debut. And this is a re-recording of the opening track. Uh, from that EP, and this is a little more, a uh, little more chill version of that song, which I kind of like. So, what I want to know is: it a vision metaphor? Is it a reference to the year, or is it both? I think it's both. Although, given that the song first uh, appeared in 2018, it's probably closer to the vision metaphor. I mean, the 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 song does open with we weren't all born with 2020 vision. Yeah. I I started writing that uh and then heard that first line so I'm like, yep, there it is right there. First line. Um that said though, you know, I also you know, 2018 was kind of a kind of a weird time in uh in the world. Um Yeah. You know, well in America anyway, we we were you know, kind of halfway through uh, the current administration and uh, really looking forward to now when we're hopefully getting ready to put a new administration in place. And so I know for, you know, for me, uh, you know, 2017, 2018, and even like 2019, like I've just been looking forward to 2020. So, 20, you know, 2020 vision could be like, you know, we're looking looking ahead to to the future when things are hopefully going to get better. I feel like these last four years have been the longest decade of my life. Oh, dude, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's a couple lines. Uh, a couple lines on here that uh, grab me. There's um, we de- we ugh, let's try it again. We develop habits like busy people do. I am selfish, lazy, and guilty too. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and then later on that section uh, turns into chasing highs like healthy people do I am angry I am lonely but I'm optimistic too um, and that kind of puts me back to that looking forward to 2020 when hopefully things get better yeah oh, that's a great line I can't wait to listen to this more yeah and yeah so- I, I really want to spend more time with uh with both of this week's uh picks because i just you know like i said it was a pretty packed week for me and i didn't have as much time as i would have liked i'm especially interested in two things i'm interested to be able to like uh, hit play on the record and have it flow seamlessly from track to track uh and i'm interested in listening to it in a, in a situation where i don't have to think about it 
or I'm yeah. not like specifically paying attention to the songs because this was absolutely a record that like as soon as I was like in the middle of the first track, I realized like I'm just gonna want to listen to this. I'm just gonna want to experience this. Uh, yeah, is, is and I a think word. I think that's why for me it was so hard to take notes for this record for talking points for this podcast because this really is a record that I just kind of want to close my eyes and not really think about but just absorb. Mm-hmm. Um, which is you know one of my favorite ways to experience music. Uh, doesn't really lend itself well to talking about the music, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the the things that we've said and, and the clips that you've heard have been enough to uh, to convince you to go give this record a listen. Uh, it's out today. It should be on all the streaming things. Um, and uh, yeah, please pick up this record if you like what you hear. Yes, uh, I mean both of these are going to be real good like chill night listens uh, or like driving music or walking on your commute. So like check out both of these and like definitely give love to, to Gladdy uh, in this new, you know, Augusta in this new project. Uh, check for tour dates. Yes. Gladdy has a bunch of tour dates coming up. We'll put uh, links to, to those dates in the show notes. Yeah. So like, you know, go support artists while they're still out there making the music so that you don't have to say, what would it have been like if? Yeah. Also, go support artists while they're out there making the music so they can keep making the music that you love to hear. There's that, too. That's also a thing. Uh, Caleb, where can we find you on the internet if uh, if we so desire? Yeah, so uh, if you want to hear, uh, want to read as well as hear me uh, my rambles, uh, you can check me out on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Caleb Micah. Uh, and if you're at all interested, like for some reason you just can't get enough of, uh, my beautiful voice because it's irresistible. It's irresistible. Uh, you can check out thenahoit.com. That's T-H-E-N-H-O-I-T.com. Uh, and that's the home for our uh, partner podcast, uh, Never Heard of It, where our friend Michael Fight and I uh, shit talk on movies every Sunday. Uh, and it's a blast. Uh, and Kitsy is our sound engineer doing their best to make us not sound like garbage. Uh, you know, I can but Kitsy, only, what about you? I can only do so much. Uh, yeah, you can, so much. you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at HeyKitsy. And uh, I, this is the only podcast I do, so just listen to another episode. Um, <laughs> you listen know. to the next week. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, okay, yeah. So listen, this one wasn't our best episode. I'm going to be honest. The, 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 the records were great. We did not do our best work this week. I get that. If this is your first one, please give us another chance because next week is going to be awesome. We have a super rad guest that I am beyond excited about, uh, a yes. record that I am just over the moon about. Uh, yeah, listen to next week's. It's going to be a really good one. Uh, and it does contain a jam that's under review for certification. Yes, that is accurate. Uh, <laughs> I, hope that, I hope it passes because it is indeed a jam. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please check us out online at leftofthedial.fm or find us on social media at leftofthedialpc. That PC stands for podcast. 
not personal computer. I don't know who keeps <laughs> spreading that rumor, but if I find out who you are, who boy, you better watch out. I'm coming for you. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Run them down with my train, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Lord, Lord. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to hear 2020 by Gladdy off of Safe Sins out today. Please check out the record. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you. Well, we won't see you, will we? Because it's not a... Oh. No. <laughs> we we almost made it without the, the bad jokes. <laughs> anyway, we'll be here next week. Hopefully you'll hear us. Please, please come back. It's going to be a really good one. Bye. <laughs>